Hello and welcome to another episode of The Modern Nerd. My name is Tim Bolin and I am, as always, a massive nerd. Uh, now today I got the uh, opportunity to sit down with one of my best friends, one of my closest friends I've known for a long time now, uh, and we just sort of nerd out. Uh, today I bring you Dan Smirch. Uh, he goes by Lay Dan, Smirch, Smatch, Lay Smirch, whatever you want to call him. Uh, you'll know him, you'll love it. We have a great conversation. We talk about everything. Uh, Star Wars, old movies, new movies. We talk about TV, we talk about video games, trade Trailers. We even get into Jared Leto for a little while. We have uh, very interesting uh, views on uh, science fiction versus fantasy, if they're one and the same or not. It's very intriguing. Uh, I definitely recommend giving this a listen. Now, we did go on for quite a while, so strap in for the long haul. Uh, it's great. Uh, you'll love this one. Everybody, Dan Smirch. I am Daniel Smirch, uh, also known as Dan Smirch, and I am a freelance graphics operator in the show business so i'm not doing too much these days <laughs> no one is that's fine what are you watching what are you up to these days what am i watching i'm trying to give uh i'm i'm gonna stick with it i'm watching star wars the clone wars uh which everybody says gets really good um and at this point i am still waiting for <laughs> it to get <laughs> to I'm get really good uh i don't know did you see the animated movie that no, came out I, the clone wars i didn't i tried to watch the show or the movie like years ago when it came out and the the animation was i couldn't get past Rick. it in the beginning so i didn't i didn't get very far in it at all yeah, yeah. but the, uh the movie it, is bad is it <laughs> The movie is bad, dude. It is probably one of the worst. I mean, I don't know if you count that as a Star Wars movie, but I would say it's the worst one. <laughs> I mean, it's canon now, so I would, I would count it. Yeah. It, I don't know. The whole... I mean, they're they're saving Jabba the Hutt's son, and he is just the most poorly animated thing I've ever seen Why? <laughs> anywhere. I, I don't know. I, I got to watch it. I hear it's good. Um, uh, people have been talking a lot about like the new season, at least, ha has been right. fantastic. Um, especially since like the fact that they just brought it back. Did you watch Rebels at all or, or nothing? I didn't. I haven't. I seen did it not. Either. Yeah, I don't know. I heard good things. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm. I'm. All I've really done is the um, the movies, and I've listened to a couple of the books on audio tapes. The uh, the Thrawn trilogy, which uh, I, I hear is really the only one uh, worth listening to or reading, okay. rather. Um, God, this is going to be a challenge to not talk about Star Wars the whole time. And we're going to do it right now. We're going to drive it, get it, get it out of the way first before we do anything else. <laughs> Good call. Um, <laughs> Probably just saving it for last. I mean, let's go movie first. Did you? What did you yeah. feel of uh, Rise of Skywalker? I mean, it was the weakest of the three. I think. Huh. Uh, I, you know, I did rewatch them all again recently, and. If the nostalgia wasn't playing such a huge role for me in the uh, the Force Awakens, I don't think I would have liked it as much. Um, but it, it's there and it's prominent. Uh, but the third one, I don't know. It just that ending. It felt like I was just watching a redone version of Return of the Jedi, and yeah. <laughs> it left a really bad taste in my mouth. I mean, they bookended the the new sequels with, or the yeah, the new sequels with uh, basically just remakes of the original 
Was. Pretty much. And I, the one everyone complained about the most was my favorite of the three. Yeah, the, I agree. The Last Jedi. Yeah. I, I, I will never understand that. And it's it's funny because, like, and I kind of happened to me, too, so I am a little bit bandwagoning it. But, like, everybody was talking about how, like, after they watched Rise of the Skywalker that they appreciated uh, Last Jedi more. Now, I always enjoyed mm-hmm. Last Jedi. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was different and fun. And then... Too. And then, you know, you go and see Rise of the Skywalker, which has a lot of fan service. You've got, you know, you've got, uh, um, what's his name in there, Lando. Well, get, and, oh, yeah. And everything. And you've got, like, a lot of fun things that happen. But it's it's just, it's there to kind of, like, make you feel for the past instead of right. fully wrapping up the final chapter. Chewie getting the medal for me is the uh, the prime example of that. <laughs> yeah, and like that's cool and and I'm I'm happy for it and like I'm me too. I'm just happy Not there's Star Wars again in my lifetime that's better than the 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 pre-sequels or whatever prequels if you want to call them. Um yeah. I, I I you know I, I just love the franchise in general so I'm happy to watch it. I you know me I liked Solo. I liked uh, um <laughs> yeah. The other one um Rogue One. Rogue I liked one. that. I thought that was good. Um, perfect. I liked but then, it. Um, Star Wars is. I mean, at this point, there's no spoilers, and if anybody's listening and 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 doesn't want a spoiler, then they can stop listening. But uh, when uh, should have led with that. Yeah. Well, now at this point, because I'm going to go into a big one. They. Uh, in my it's opinion, too late. They should have. They should have killed. They should have left Chewie dead. Ooh. Because like that was a a, mm. a a pivotal moment. That was like a hinge right. emotional moment, and then like. 20 minutes later they just undo it and you're like oh well then that scene didn't matter like it it, it moved the character forward a little bit but it was it, it just got moved back because it didn't make any sense it's like all right well whatever fine be that way yeah uh, that's a tough call that's an interesting point though yeah i don't, I don't know. know it's there's a lot of things they sort of half committed to in that movie uh and that falls into that category certainly yeah i don't know just i bring back palpatine the, the only true villain in all three sagas now but like it's like why wouldn't they have just done like just, if you're gonna bring him back bring back vader that would have been much more satisfying than palpatine oof. well but he was good by the end of uh, um return of the jedi so yeah, been awesome <laughs> <laughs> probably so what you're saying is almost anything happening other than what actually happened would have been better i mean that we could go over this for you know three days straight and still <laughs> it's and still true. whatever but okay because and it's an old movie so it's, it's been done and everyone's talked yeah. about it but uh do you like the mandalorian yeah. i did you know uh it wasn't you know blowing me away in any aspect uh but it was solid in almost every form i have no real complaints about it yeah, it, was, it was good i i just like that they finally leaned into some comedy a little bit more um, right. even even though some of it was really dry uh i, I, re- I really liked it uh yeah i i liked it i think it works what some of the best star wars anything in the last 20 years agreed 100 yeah, so, percent. yeah i really think it's amusing how jason sudeikis got flack for hitting this uh for baby yoda aka the foundling i'm like dude it's not you know i mean i don't want to be that guy that's Who like none of it's real but so the scene with uh the two stormtroopers holding on to 
the foundling. I hate calling it Baby Yoda. I'm sorry. It's, it's like Baby Yoda. Who, who gives a shit? I, it's not Baby Yoda, but okay, whatever. Right. That's what right. everyone calls it now, and that's I'm trying to get past it. I'm trying. You're um, the only one that's not calling it that. So you, <laughs> you, you, you got to suck it up, buddy. They finally like said what it was, like at the last episode or second to last episode. It's the foundling, but no one gives a shit. Whatever. Anyways, they're holding Baby Yoda, and the tor- <laughs> the two stormtroopers on the bikes are like going back and forth and like they're talking about i forget what happened exactly but at one point like one of them like hits baby yoda yeah like, like keep it quiet and it was jason sudeikis and, you know that little that which that scene honestly was one of my favorites in the whole series just that little comedy bit of them being like you know showing like what terrible shots they are and like <laughs> just, just like typical star wars stuff and i'm like i don't know uh i thought that was amusing jason sudeikis is i mean sure he's annoying but you know I didn't deserve know, that. I didn't know that that was him. That's funny. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, cool. Um, I guess we got to talk about it. We're going to move away from Star Wars because I don't want to talk Probably about the this best. much more. For the best. Um, uh, <laughs> Witcher. Witcher. Uh, I mean, I think it was one of the best Netflix shows they've put out in the last couple of years. Um, yeah. I, I've got a couple of grievances with it. Um, most of it's just the timeline that they do, um, mm-hmm. which a lot of people have agreed that it was, it didn't until they were like three episodes in, they were like, Oh, there's two timelines. I didn't understand that. Like they didn't even say, you know, a hundred years ago there, or 20 years ago. I think ago. there's more than that actually. Right. But there, it's just yeah. like it, it, jumping between yeah. it, even into the last episode, I was like, which timeline am i when does this take place like what i'm trying to piece it together and like between like the the what's her name the lion uh chick the little girl who gets uh um runs away and ends up in the forest and then between like witcher siri cirilla cirilla sure i don't i have i need to watch it again but uh it was very confusing other than that though i mean it was fantastic henry cavill was i thought henry cavill superb and you Henry were the biggest Kevin skeptical Kevin. going into this. We talked about this a while totally. ago. And you're like, no, well, I don't want to okay. see it. Fuck that. <laughs> to be fair, that teaser they gave where it's him, it was just him walking out of wherever, uh, looking like he just like went to the costume shop and just trying trying on the you know, the Witcher costume. You know, it wouldn't be you know, those they always have knockoff names, so it would probably be like the the Wocher costume or something <laughs> to change it so it wouldn't and he, he just I don't know. I have a very, you know, he's Superman. He's Mr. Clean Cut all, you know, and in, I don't know. And uh, I was very skeptical. And, um, you know, he wasn't, I don't know. He didn't have the scar, which obviously he will probably get later. Um, but I was very skeptical. And he was probably my favorite part of the whole oh, series. Yeah, easily. And it's funny because, like, a lot of people, you know, were mad at that that as well. But it really was. It was a makeup test. So it was him walking out of... <sighs> costume right. into camera <laughs> just to see how it would yeah. like. So you can't really judge it on a makeup test. You can judge it on like so. a trailer, but it was just That's like a, here's the here's a, a visual that we might use. And you're like, nah, like go uh, Okay, fair enough. But go and watch some of the series and then watch that thing again and you're just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What you, is uh, this? You I think did you tag me or did I tag you? I think I sent you the um 
um, the videos, the behind the scenes of Henry Cavill explaining like the different stuff they used and then the different yes. fight scenes. There were two of them, and like that alone was very impressive. I could just watch that and be like, "Wow, this guy doesn't fuck around." Like he was in it to win it, and it like the whole way. So it's just good to see his work ethic and like see him That's really nice. get into the character that he's portraying and going to be portraying probably for a while now. So yeah. that, that's always uh, excellent. Well, he played the game. I mean, he played Witcher 3, and he loved it. And so his version of Geralt, even though it's supposed to be based on the books, he made his uh, like as much like the video game character as, Good. as he wanted, which, I mean, I obviously loved. He nailed – I mean, he sounded just like Geralt uh, and everything he said and all the grunts. <laughs> um, and I – you know, I don't know. I was – yeah, it's really nice to be skeptical about something and to be pleasantly surprised. And uh, obviously, my any of my grievances I have, I think, uh, are skewed because I played the game first and I love it so much. And I think it's one of the best games ever made. Mm. Uh, but so I had kind of an idea of what, you know, what Triss would be like and who Yennefer would be like. And they didn't really uh, seem they didn't really turn out how I expected. So I, it was interesting seeing uh, Yennefer's origin story. I had no idea that that was how it started for her. And oh. that was a rather fascinating um, story. Uh, you know, I didn't realize it was her until someone called her Yennefer. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, what? Uh, I mean, Yennefer in The Witcher 3, for context, uh, I might be the most, <laughs> I mean gonna get a little shallow <laughs> might be the most beautiful well-rendered uh woman in any video game ever made i think and so for me the bar was you know a little high but and i was ready for that to you know to lower that a little but uh you know it's just so so striking to hear her call jennifer and me just go oh wait a minute whoa what same jennifer two different jennifers no came two jennifers they gave her, uh, they gave her a good transformation though yeah, no, it was it was striking. Uh, it was man, very very visceral, uh, very intense scene. Um, right, yeah, it was a- put it back in your pants. <laughs> um. I don't know. It uh, I, it was I, Witcher was great. I do think it uh, veered off a little yeah. uh, toward the back half. Um, I remember cringing the part where he he art the kind of force blast he does he like kissed like grabbed her and kissed her while he did the art blast at one point and i was like what am i like what a like twilight moment for this like <laughs> great show uh and i was really taken back but somebody made an excellent point about that and said that maybe he was drawing power from her to amp up his is Ard Blast, uh, which I don't know if it's true or not, but that, that helps soften the blow a little bit for me. <laughs> but other than that, I, they did have a lot of setup. There's a lot of setup, and there's a lot of story coming, so there's a lot of things that were confusing and maybe didn't fall into place yet. Um, but I look forward to... God, what was the guy's... Do you remember the, the kind of combat wizard's name that we didn't meet until like the second-to-last... Episode. No, I don't remember half uh, of their names, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I whatever his name was, uh, it was a kind of a weird name. Uh, 
I, I, he has a fascinating story from what I understand. And it's cool to see that not all wizards are, you know, like super hot chicks that just kind of cast spells. And there's this kind of guy who does like Kung Fu mix in with, um, I'm looking forward to that personally. All right. I'm excited for that too. Uh, you know, yeah. and, and like, I never played the games and so I really just enjoyed the show for what it was. I thought it was just fun and entertaining and well done. And I couldn't, I couldn't put it down. I watched it in like two or three days total. Um, I don't know if I have the stamina to sit through a whole show right now, uh, anymore (laughs) these days, but, um, I, I watched it really quickly, which I haven't done in a while. So I really, I really loved it. Um, okay. Before we talk about more of that, because we could for again, a long time, um, (laughs) Movies. What do you What are you watching? What do you? I mean, it could be new, old. I don't really care at this point. Uh, I, let's see. Uh, only things I've watched lately are some series, uh, a couple of series on uh, Amazon Prime. I watched The Spy, which was a true story about a. Uh, let's see, it was a Jewish spy spying on the Syrians, and it's and I mean, spoiler alert. Uh, he was, it's a very well-known case and they like, I don't know, they, they end up hanging him and leaving his body on display for six months and the wife, yeah, yeah, they were, I mean, serious. Well, that's a whole, uh, thing, but to the fascinating fact is to this day in real life, the wife has not gotten his body back from Syria. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of, I couldn't believe it and. My dad made some offhanded comment, like, well, after they probably, after hanging him for six months, they probably boiled him in acid or something. And I'm like, oh, okay, Dear that's, God. that's cool. Too Great. far, okay. too far. <laughs> too soon. Uh, um, sorry, for, sorry for my first quote from my father being something so awful. Wonderful. <laughs> tell Bruce I say hello. Um, okay, we'll do. <laughs> now that's, that's, that's engraved yeah. on the internet from now on. Um, yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, Okay, what else you see? Uh, I know you saw. Uh, I know you saw Onward. What did you think of Onward? I thought it was good. What did was, you think of it? I thought it was fantastic. I mean, it had me crying like a little baby, though. I oh mean, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, definitely. All the personal shit going on. I was like halfway through the movie. I was like, this is about family. Uh. Yeah. So uh, well, it's kind of a tradition going to see a Pixar movie and crying your eyes out. Yeah. No, it was good. I, I saw it at home. I didn't see it in theaters. I got to watch it uh, through Disney Plus uh, when they released it for free. So I got to see it at home, which was fun. Um, I loved it. I thought it was fun. It was funny. Uh, you know, the, between the two brothers, it was a good character development, um, <laughs> good relationship and everything. I think having like the mom in there going on her own little quest and then it yep. was, it was just a fun movie. Um, I like, uh, spoilers. This is a full spoiler podcast. I'll put that in the opener. Um, uh, at the end, uh, when they do finally bring the dad back, I like that you don't see or don't get the the interaction you don't get to be part of the interaction between the older brother and the dad i thought that was nice that they kind of left it in the hands of chris pratt's character to tell you what happened i thought that gave it a little bit more finality to their relationship which was was real good ultimately yes i do agree with you that was a good decision and a unique one but god so heartbreaking yeah oh, uh, yeah. just v- but a very good choice uh, uh after coming on the other side of it i i remember feeling 
a little upset <laughs> watching it. I was getting the full, the full theater treatment, and I, you know, it was uh, it's that, but that's a sign of a good movie. It is. It, it really is. Um, I'm sad because I haven't gotten to go to a theater in a while now. Um, I can't even remember the last one I watched. Uh, in that was my last. Was it? Certainly. Something <laughs> yep. right before that. Um, I don't remember. Tell me what else you watched while I look this up. Nothing. You know, I did see. Um, oh God, now I can't think of who's who's Loki. Uh, Tom. Who's Loki? What's the actor's name? Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Uh, I. It was a series with him. Another <laughs> spy. This was a much more lighthearted James Bond type uh, spy miniseries um, with Hugh Laurie as the villain, who was tremendous. Um, uh, it was an interesting series. It was a little. It, it was good. I actually, my main complaint was uh, with the main character was with Tiddleston. Uh He kind of just threw in his Loki. I know that it's. I think of him as Loki, and I was maybe that was skewing my view of it too much. But he just would randomly smile, that big smile, when it didn't seem appropriate, and I was just like, "What are you doing?" But it wasn't so much him as it was the writing. I we What's never really got. It's called. Um, oh no. I don't remember. It's called uh, something generic. Hold I've heard of it. I, I've definitely heard of it. Um, it. It was good. I I would I would you know I would say it's like it's definitely it feels like they are priming him for uh, you know the 007 role. Honestly, I don't think they're going to give uh, the, him. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I don't think they will. Uh, the Night Manager. It's called. Yes, I, uh, I've, I've heard of that. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. It's it's I definitely worth a watch. Um, my main complaint is that they never. It's I don't get motivation for a main character for me is a driving force for any movie, and I, in my opinion, uh, never got what his motivation was. This is a movie. Never, this is a mini series. It's six episodes, about an hour each. Okay. Uh, it's. Uh, very, it's a weird thing. Uh, it, everything else is pretty up to par, and it just seemed like a, a pretty big blunder for me to not. I don't really. We get little hints, very little hints, like his dad was a spy, um, but he's not technically a spy. I don't. I, I won't get too into it. No, no spoilers because um, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> just spoilers for everyone listening. Yeah. Fuck them. Um. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Um. <laughs> shit. Wipes brow. Um. <laughs> Um, all right, oh, so the Tim, last Tim connects with his audience. <laughs> the, <laughs> last, the last thing I saw in theaters, uh, believe this was uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, uh, and I liked it. I thought it was fun. I mean, you know, I'm I'm saying this as it's a it's a kids movie. It's a family movie. It's not like uh, Academy Award or anything like that. Uh, I think they did a great job with the remake, uh, the re-rendering rather of Sonic, um, which is kind of really the reason I went and saw it, to be honest, uh, and was mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised when I came to the end of it. Um, there were definite moments where you're like, okay, so they skipped that part and fixed that part. Got it. Okay. So just cause you know, I mean, they're cranking uh, out a whole new character render within like less than a year when, uh, you know, even maybe six months and they've got like uh, normally got a couple of years to render this whole thing. So I get what they're yeah. doing and, and I appreciated it and I liked it, but the standout for me was Jim Carrey. Uh, of course. I mean, not to, to the, the surprise of think, no one. Um, really? Yeah. He brought, he made the character very dark, uh, to me and and it may be Hmm. a little bit more subtly dark, 
uh, than than uh, some kids would pick up on. But like, it got kind of dark, and I really kind of dug that part about it. And there was definitely some classic Jim Carrey in it, which shocked me because okay. of what he's been doing lately and how much he's kind of not wanting to do that old stuff because he's right. doing more artistic roles and stuff. Um, but, uh, I, you know, it's worth a watch if you can see it for free. Uh, I did cause okay. I did that movie pass, the AMC pass and everything. So, you know, mm. I'm not paying for all this stuff right outright. Um, if you got an hour and a half, two hours, you know, check it out. Um, okay. it, I think it's, it's a fun movie. It's good for anyone who's like familiar with the show. It's, or the game, excuse me. Uh, it, 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 it hit on all the levels it needed to for a kid's movie. Um, okay. did you, uh, moving on, did you see, uh, did you see, uh, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey? I didn't. Ooh. I do want, oh no, no, the movie. Yes. I did yes. see that. You actually. saw the movie. Yes. Okay. Yes. I've, I've watched it twice. I saw it at home as well. So what did you Very think? Nice. You saw it in theaters? Yeah. What'd you think? I still think it's, I do think it's the second best, uh, DC movie I've seen. <laughs> What's your favorite? Um, uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Good call. Um, yeah. um, I know how you feel I, about Aquaman, so go on. <laughs> I mean, Aquaman was is it was fine, I suppose. Uh, but I don't know. It was. It's still. It. It. Harley Quinn. Go hard. back to Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. That's what I'm talking about. It's oh. a hard. It's a hard sell uh, for me. Um, in a, in a world where we were, were surrounded by such amazing uh, comic book movies. Um, I guess my bar has been set kind of high. Honestly. Oh, sure, sure. Um, and it it was still good, and it was a pleasantly surprising kind of fun movie. Um, I don't think I have any desire to see it again, honestly. I, you know, it the Birds of Prey. I'm surprised it was called the Birds of Prey. It was, yeah. you know, well, <laughs> it was the, Harley Quinn that's and the like some thing chicks. Is like they. Um... Uh, some of the theaters, because it wasn't doing so great, renamed and re-edited the the, the movie. Saw that. Not the movie, but the title, because it was uh, "Birds of Prey" and the fabulous, fantabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn, uh, <laughs> which is just fun to which, say. But um, yes, but in hindsight, not the best title. No, it should have <laughs> been called what what it now is. Basically, to me, is Harley Quinn "Birds of Prey" because that's yeah. the fo- focus, and then it kind of tail ends the the "Birds of Prey" in there. And you know, I. It'd be cool if they did a spinoff uh, with the other characters. I think they could do pretty well. I loved Black Canary. I thought she was great. Um, Very undefined Black Canary. Like, yeah. what her abilities were. And, like, really, really vague. Well, and anybody I, that wasn't Harley Quinn didn't get a full flesh. So, it's like... I guess so. It, it was a little but like, upsetting. something. Like, she could just scream really loud as, as it? There wasn't anything? Okay, cool, fine. I guess. You know. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what her powers are. Um, okay. they mentioned her mom and everything. So that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. my biggest grievance, and there's a few of them, uh, is, uh, Cassandra Kane. And like, mm. cause Cassandra Kane is, is a bat, uh, girl at one point in time in right. the comics and in, in Canon and all that stuff. And they really just were like, we're going to just use the name and probably could do this as like a, an other worlds or a, or a different mul- a different universe or something like that. So I was a little upset that they kind of did that but as it was it's fine um i personally loved um ewan mcgregor as black mask uh you know some people thought he was a little uh 
off the collar a little too much, a little too extreme for the character. And yes, in the comics, sure. sometimes he is a little bit more refined. But uh, and I think you can recall in one of the last animated movies, uh, it might have been Red Hood. It might have been a different one. I don't remember which one. There was one of the animateds that had Black Mask in it, and he was this over the top overly emotional, like halfway thinking everything through type of character. And I thought that worked very well on there. And then Ewan McGregor basically did the same thing. And I thought that was a lot of fun and I enjoyed it. Uh, I fit the movie. The movie's over the top and the villain is as such as well. I yeah, think that worked yeah. for me. Yeah. And, you know, I think, uh, was, uh, what was his name? I don't remember the guy's name that, that played Zaz, uh, but it's really the only time you get a full Zaz, maybe other than Gossam, Gotham, mm. uh, the yeah. show. But uh, And, you know, uh, a lot of people feel Zaz doesn't deserve any time because he's a psychopath and a murderer. Right. Um, I think that's so. not as fascinating. There's not much depth to go there. Yeah, exactly. And this had, you know, this is something you could actually flesh out a little more. It was a little different. I liked it. I did too. I uh, thought he did a good job too. He's on a show, and I don't. Oh, he's from. Uh, he's from that Mindy Project. He's her boss. <laughs> nice. Which I was like, what the hell? He goes from that to like a serial killer. I'm sure there's an in between <laughs> somewhere, but that's all I ever seen him in. Um, uh, something that I thought was fascinating was they kind of pulled uh, a Finn and and Poe uh, thing where they kind of were like n- gonna be lovers, but they decide like decided to just not talk about it. Um, and I think that would have been a little more interesting personally because when you went. Between Black Mask and Zaz in in that movie, because uh, when you there are a few uh, bits where they're being asked directly, like were they supposed to have a romance, and Ian McGregor and the other guy, I don't know what the other actor's name, were kind of like, well, uh, no, and you're like, oh, okay, so yes, <laughs> there was gonna be something. <laughs> uh, I thought that was fascinating. Uh, I think they should have pursued it as I think they should have pursued the Finn and Poe thing in Star Wars. But what are you Finn gonna do? Finn and Poe one would have been more satisfying. Sure, that's over three movies. Uh, that that just made sense uh, to me and a lot of other people. Yeah. But what are you um, gonna do? No, who knows? I don't want to get back into Star Wars because we'll we'll go down Sorry. that road another Here time. Here I am. Um, I'm trying my best. I will get you back to Star Wars. No, I'm just kidding. No way. Let's, um, let's keep going. Yeah. Did you? Um, what do I got here? Um, all right. Let's. Uh, what are What are you playing? I know I've seen you online. I know you're playing uh, Deus Ex, and you cracked out Far Cry Five again, and so did I. And I'm playing. I'm playing every Far Cry since four. So. I'm just Far Cries are fun. They are fun. Um, uh, you know, and I enjoy those. What's the, are you playing anything new ish in the last year? I mean, I, I'm, <laughs> let's see in the last year. I know you stopped Borderlands. I stopped Borderlands. I, I'm sorry. It's, uh, I, there's nothing against the quality. I am just, I'm Borderlands out. It's yeah, a lot. Hunting, hunting for loot and guns is fun, but I have been doing that. Uh, grind since 2009 and i'm just i'm out um, you know and that showed when we tried to play diablo 3 for a little while like just the the lust for more loot just isn't as prominent as it used to be um fun playing diablo i'll, I'll play I'm the not new saying one i didn't i mean i'm maybe i will as well i don't know how it's gonna be i think the quest for better loot uh as the sole purpose for returning to a game is just not enough for me these days i need yeah. i need something more uh, maybe something a little more challenging deus ex uh is fits the bill it's a really it's a really 
quality game. Um, it is very challenging, and there's just... I cannot say enough good things about that game. It's a great game to return to because there are just so many different ways to do everything. Anything you could think to do in that game, there's a different way to do it. And I think that's admirable and a very and a, and a hard thing to, to do and to make. So um, I, played, I played all three of these. I, I, I completely decimated the first one. I played it like so many times. It was ridiculous. And then, Oh, really? The, the, what, the first Deus Ex yeah. back in... 1999 yeah. i want to say yeah that was wow like, yeah that was the first that was like one of the first games i got like really really into was that and then when they made when they made the second one like 10 15 years ago i don't even remember when it came out um i think it was about 10 years ago maybe something like yeah. that i i really enjoyed it but like having played the first one it was basically the same story uh, in essence, like the same core overall story. And then I played the third one and it's basically the same thing over again. <laughs> so I'm like, you're yeah. telling me the same version, uh, three, the same story, three different times in three different ways, but it's overall like just this, this conspiracy within the, uh, um, you know, the government and then the companies and the corporations. I'm like, it's all the same thing. And it became very convoluted to me where it's just like, they're, it's very convoluted. They're fitting it's very... far too much stuff into this to try and make it overly engaging. And like, it's fun. I love the gameplay. I love the ability to like really sort of, uh, fine tune your character and like do all that. And, and it's great. And you have the different ways to do it. You can do the stealth, you can do it, not, you can do whatever you want. But like abilities are great. I, they're phenomenal. Very distinct and very all to your gameplay. And I don't know, it's I'm very I'm to just, it. I was just I, and and you got me that game, and I you know I think I got three quarters of the way through it. I'm not even sure <laughs> I own the game anymore. But it's you know it's a f I loved it, but I can't I couldn't do it anymore. It was it was just too much of the same thing for 20 years. Oh, interesting. So the story fatigued you. Yes, fatigued the hell out okay. of me interesting yeah i was not interested in listening to this guy struggle against another corporation i'm like how are you still dealing with these corporations they're corrupt you why are you involved in any of this like it just doesn't make any sense to me but you know that's uh, that's just me you know you should have learned 20 yeah. years ago after the first time you did this <laughs> that's 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 a good point yeah. I, I um, didn't play the other two, so obviously that's not getting to me as much. But yeah, you got to be enjoying the shit out of this one, then. I mean, I definitely am. Uh, but man, that they have a—you probably skipped it. I didn't because I hadn't seen. They give you like a—I a, want to say almost thirty-minute recap video of Second Deus Ex. I watched it because I. Oh, you did. It's been okay. so long since I played it, I couldn't remember. <laughs> Wow, I'm surprised you did. You are Mr. Skip the Cussine. Uh, well, it, after uh, I've seen it. If okay, I've played fair it enough. once, I'll skip every cutscene possible. Fair enough. Um, but, oh my god. That was the most convoluted 30 minutes of my life. I, there's so much happened, and you're just like, uh, okay, cool. Let's go. Let's go. playing that, and then doing it all over again. And you're like, uh, no. I, uh, no. I don't want to. You can't oh, make me, man. but I'll go kill those guys. Okay, wait, I'll play a little bit more because it's fun. And then it just got to me, though. I couldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> My main uh, challenge right now is to not do stealth. It's so easy to just sneak around in that game and like not and just not do anything. And 
I'm just like, no, I'm going to fight these guys. I could do this. And then I die and start over. But that's I mean, how it goes. You know me, man. That's the exact opposite for me. I have to fight to do stealth. I have to be like, come on, go quiet. But it's really funny because, like, as I told you, I'm playing these Far Cry games, and they are far, far easier. Don't get me wrong. Um, but mm, I yeah. am I am Mr. Stealth. I am Mr. Bow that's and Arrow. so funny. Like, that every is a new time thing for you. I'm like, <laughs> just, just picking these people off left and right, and it's... It's a lot of fun. Yes, I screw up some of them, but like whatever. Sure. It's still uh, it, it just destroying people with the bow and arrow. And like having played Primal, I'm like now I'm real good with this bow. Like nice. All you could Primal's do is fun. bow. Yeah. Well, plus the spear. I really started getting used to that spear. The spear. Really the spear is the yeah easily the best yeah. part of that game. Yeah. Um, Apart riding saber tooth tigers. Yep. Uh, the only other new thing I'm playing, I think, is uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'm playing uh, Sword. I know you don't have a Switch, and you probably don't, would never probably play a Pokemon game. I um, totally would actually um, get but, one, man. Yeah. It's, now's the time. It's I really I'm digging this. Uh, this I think I'm gonna have to. This story is real good. It's a lot of fun. Uh, plus, I need someone to trade with. So go ahead and get that game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm loving it. I mean, I picked up the the Marvel Ultimate Alliance three for the Switch um, just for nostalgia right. reasons. It was fun. You know, sure. I'm, I'm, it's like a, I'll play it every you know, for like a half hour every few days or every week or two and then play something else. But, uh, um, I am like this close to getting, uh, animal crossing and I've never played one a day in my life, but like, I see everybody doing this. I'm like, what is happening, dude? I I don't know. What happened? Why, why is there such a resurgence? What is so interesting about that game? It looks like, I don't even know. You're just like living a whole separate life. Like it's just, it's like, it's like Sims, but not as like, how can I kill my character? It's more like I need to actually build a life for this thing I'm playing. Like it's, it seems really cool. Um, a buddy of ours, uh, art who I know you've played with, uh, and everything. Mm. He posts a lot of these pictures. And for like the first time I saw it, I didn't realize it was, uh, an animal crossing thing, but he'll post on like his Twitter or his Facebook and be like, Oh, one loan down. And I'll be like, man, this was like a, why is he posting like his like $60,000 loan? Like I would keep that shit private. And then I look and I look real close and I'm like, Oh, 60,000 bells. Oh, this is animal crossing or some shit. Like it was ridiculous. I totally had no idea what was going on, but they make it real. They make it good. I'm, I might get it. Who knows? Who knows in these weird ass times, if I'm going to get that game. Um, yeah, I can tell you what game I'm going to uh, give a shot next, and what? that is a game called No Man's Sky. Ooh, I am close to doing that, too. I'm playing Outer Worlds a little bit, and I'm enjoying it. But I heard that's great as well. It's it's like a... It's, I hear it's a lot like Fallout. I yeah, don't, I don't know if it's like the, it, if, you, if you enjoy those kinds of games but didn't enjoy all of the Fallout, Outer Worlds is more your speed because it's, it's a little bit more um, vibrant. Uh, and and not as like dark, uh, literally, sure. and kind of storytelling. Um, but uh, you know me, I kind of struggle a little bit with those really intense um, RPGs and stuff like that. But I uh, I, I I am digging this one. Um, but I do want to play No Man's Sky. The the it intrigues me so much, and they've changed so much of the game and, and added to it. So it seems like it's a good time to pick it up. But uh, who the hell knows? Well, they just added a new expansion, giant mechs you can get now. I saw that. But you so can't, you that's can't, exciting. Like, you can't run into other people still. 
That's okay with me, man. I don't know. I had just a few games of Red Dead Redemption online made me, <laughs> got me to think, oh, maybe running into random people fucking with me isn't the best. Sure, uh, but like thing maybe to like tell. be able to like play with other people, you know, on a server and like dictate sure. what goes on a little bit more. And I, I get it that it and, and like it's instanced to the point even where you know you you're kind of in a shared universe but it's all random uh randomly generated but like if you discover a planet and colonize or do whatever the hell you do on it and then someone else can still find that same planet but like some of your shit's not there and i'm like that it should instance as in that you were there if you're not there any longer it just it you know it would make it a little more intriguing to see these like uh, colonizations from other people and be like, Oh, this is fun. You know, kind of like a Minecraft meets uh no man's sky would be kind of interesting, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I definitely, I definitely want to check that out though. I was intrigued yeah, by it from the first time I saw it. Yeah. The beginning is just taxing learning about cr- all the different crafting things you have to do. And, yeah. and I, I normally love that stuff, but it was taxing even for me. So I don't know. I mean, you I'm, and I, I but I'm sure I'd like it. You and I've been talking about this game since the trailer came out. Um, no man's sky yeah yeah i mean it looks like a lot of fun but i'm really having trouble with it and getting started i've i've tried to get going like twice now and just kind of lost interest some but i see people playing it and i'm like wow wherever this person is i would like to get there but i guess it takes some time yeah, it's like 50 hours later you're like damn it i'm yeah. only halfway there um <laughs> pretty much bitch. um <laughs> All right, let's do it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this thing that we've we've been having this discussion for like ten, oh, ten plus years. So I met uh, I met Daniel Smirch, lay Dan, if you will. Um, <laughs> God, how long was this? Like fifteen years, ten, twelve years ago? Uh, it was, was two thousand nine. So do the math. Was it only two thousand nine? Yeah, that's when I. Got started working at Blockbuster. Eleven years ago, yeah, you were. I was working at a Blockbuster. You were coming in as a a patron, a fine young gentleman. Um, to and, ye old and Blockbuster, right? Take, taking you back. <laughs> Close your eyes, everybody. Just just take a good smell of old carpet and 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 rusted metal with plastic everywhere. Just really remember what Blockbuster was like. Um, and Pixar's up playing on a loop over and <laughs> over, over and over. <laughs> I had. I used to still. Have, I think George has that TV still. Um, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, so uh, we met there, and we are both super into movies, and kind of started diving into all this stuff. And then it kind of came to what our favorite genres are, uh, I, and, and they're pretty similar. Uh, we have very different tastes within those genres, which makes for a very good conversation. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, when it came to everything, like I love comedies, uh, and we have a very specific genre thing uh, that we both like, which I want to talk about as well for like the uh, uh, subgenres. But when it came to what's your favorite, I would always say science fiction is one of my favorite, and I separate science fiction and fantasy. And I'll give you a small example: Star Trek is science fiction, Lord of the Rings is fantasy. I say those two are very different. Dan, however, tell the world There's- your opinion. <laughs> Okay, well, it's funny. In preparation for this, I find I am very much alone, in my opinion. But nevertheless, (laughs) I think they're not different at all. 
I think they are one in the same. I think fantasy and science fiction are the same category. Uh, you, you know, the, if, if you look up the definition uh, or if you look up the difference of what you know some experts might say are uh, dif- how you, they would differentiate between the two, they would say that science fiction is on some level or in some possible feasible way uh, could be a reality. Um, I say that's complete crap because there are plenty of science fiction movies that are, I mean, Star Wars is a, is a perfect example, in my opinion, of something that is science fiction and fantasy. Uh, I don't, I don't know if any, I don't know about, you know, all these, there's a lot of things in there I don't think I see happening. Um, but that's just me. See, it's really fascinating that you chose Star Wars as your, uh, I'm really not uh, trying to take it back to Star Wars. No, 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 it just, no, no, it no. just keeps happening. For a different reason, because there's a whole docu-series, or at least documentary, uh, about the tech of Star Wars and how all the stuff that was in these movies from the 70s is actually finally becoming a reality. Uh, the prosthetic limbs, the breathing apparatus, um, what we're, the work we're doing with like lasers and that kind of technology, um, the way flight is handled, like everything is kind of okay. slowly well, when, becoming more When do I get to move stuff with my mind? and shoot lightning bolts out of my fingertips. Is that on its way as well? well or? That's, that's the fiction part of the... The other is the <laughs> science part. So there's, there's no two re- things. There's no grounds for reality in that sense. Sure, but There's like, not. It's pure fantasy. It's pure fantasy. Well, every movie is pure fantasy when you get to that. Like, everything is <laughs> okay. all completely well, made up and, and, and all that stuff. You know, Fair enough, but that's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about the genre fantasy. So where I would... Mean, where would uh, where would the Marvel movies fall for you? I mean, I I don't know. I, there, it's a it it doesn't matter. We need to come up with a new name for science fiction and fantasy and make them one category because typically people who like fantasy also like science fiction. But the main, not always the main difference really for the most part is going to be science fiction is based in technology and that kind of stuff. And fantasy is going to be based in um, like wizards and magic and, you know, I mean, all that it, stuff. It's, if that's the case, then they're both dude. I mean, they're both science fiction and fantasy because I think they're one in the same. There's a lot of, there's a lot of wizardry and magic and stuff going on, but there's also there's also your Iron Man. You're talking about science. Oh, okay, Marvel movies aside, sure. Comic books are a little yeah. different because they kind of blend some of the areas with like their Thors and all that stuff. Yeah, um, but definitely. like I'm talking like like the difference between like Star Trek, not Star Wars, because I'll give you that Star Wars has a weird blend of whatever okay. midichlorian magic they're fucking talking about. Sure. Um, but <laughs> like Star Trek is like purely science, purely scientific I mean... based. And then you look at um, I'll, I'll pick a different one. Let's go with Willow. Willow is going to be like pure fantasy, pure magic, wizardry, um, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. Harry Potter. There's very little uh, um, science base in anything going on there, which is why there's sure. a category called science fiction because it's all scientifically based. I, I will preface up my my I preface uh, this is now I'm prefacing it uh, that that I think that the difference that the main thing is to tell you what kind of movie you're going to see. Uh, I think maybe in that sense it's it's fine. Um, my argument isn't you know that they should just make one solid uh, genre for both kinds of movies because that would confuse people. Because when you hear fantasy, it's more or less things taking place on one planet, like 
you know, with with magical things happening, and science fiction tends to go in the space direction and in the direction of science. But I still think so. In that sense, for identifying movies, that's fine. But that being said, I think they're not that much different. There are just, I mean, Star Trek is a good uh, example for your argument. That is just as about as science fiction as you can get. Um, I still think there are some examples uh, of there of it being, you know, maybe just a little bit, you know, not much, but just a little bit drifting toward the fantasy side. Um, there are there are things they encounter that. Could I, you know, space is unknown, and that leaves a lot open for interpretation. Sure. And there's a lot of things, you know, they don't, they encounter a lot of non-carbon-based life forms, sure. which is always some of the more interesting Star Trek episodes. Always. And that, I mean, it's some of it is like there's maybe like oh just God, I mean how much how much percentage of science do you need to make it science fiction? They just throw one little fact in there that made that is. That is true scientifically, and then they blow up the ninety-nine of rest of it, you know, ninety-nine point nine percent of it into this crazy idea. Sure. Um, now it's look, a lot. I'll I'll give it to you that there's going to be some movies that blend those realities, you know, and I think Star Wars is a, is a prime example of it um, because you do have a lot of this technology and and scientific based stuff with you know all the the phasers and, and excuse me the laser guns phasers is uh, Star Trek who the fuck am I? Um, but you've got all this stuff, but then you've got like the Force and how it became like a religious thing for them and like uh, so it it kind of blends it a little bit more and, and Marvel movies are doing that now more with like magic and and characters and stuff like that. Definitely. Yes, th- there's definitely a blend of that. Um, but I do still think that majority, you know, you're going to get is uh, some of it's just a sci-fi, some of it's just a fantasy type movie. Fair enough. I, you know, I mean, just because something isn't, ex- you know, fantasy, the only difference, the main difference between science fiction or one of the differences between science fiction and fantasy to me is that a lot of what happens in science fiction can be uh, explained, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And I just think that there are a lot of things in the fantasy genre that aren't explained. And just because yeah. they don't explain them in the movies doesn't mean there's an ex- not an explanation. I mean, who's to say – so let's, let me give you something that I thought was fascinating – there is so you're aware of uh, the um, the Fallout and and Skyrim those those two the Elder Scrolls and and the yeah. Fallout series made yeah. by the same company. It, they put in a plant in Fallout that is also in Skyrim. Okay. Now this presents an interesting an interesting dilemma. Does this mean? That's one of these universes came before the other. And I think the Fallout universe took place before the Elder Scrolls universe and all the radiation and insert science mumbo jumbo over however many decades or, or, or centuries over time made things magical. And you have the Elder Scrolls Skyrim fantasy genre video game. Now, that is that is interesting. I I, I, I dig that. Who's who's to say that in most fantasy things that we've seen, there wasn't some scientific explanation for why these things are? 
why there's magic in Harry Potter, why people can cast spells and there are uh, who's is wazes in Lord of the Rings. Who's is wazes? Good job. <laughs> um. I'm, my mind, my mouth is doing its best to keep up with my mind, Tim. Cut me some slack. No, I um, will not. <laughs> I, I think that they're, I just think they're the same thing. I think that you're just because they don't explicitly tell you what happened or how things came to be uh, in fantasy doesn't mean there's some sort of scientific explanation for it. And that is why I think that maybe it should be the same genre. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, and, and this, I guarantee you will not be the last time we talk about this, but I, I, I always, As it should be. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I always love hearing it. You put up some good points, uh, and appreciate it. Um, yeah. all right. So in, in a really bad segue, uh, there is, <laughs> well, I want to, I want to hear a little bit more what you think and why you think they should be separate. And so I don't think they should be separate. I think some things, I, I think there is a separate and then there is a, like I said, a blending of the two there, they can be, um, they don't have to be separate. I think there can be overlap, yeah. uh, but it is like a Venn diagram where there is a yeah. definite science yeah. fiction, a definite fantasy, and then there are some in the middle that are going to blend that that kind of realm there. Which does lead me to my next topic of our little yeah. our little subgenres, which well, I think before they really, you get there, I, oh, I think I'll just say that <laughs> I think I'll just say that my Venn diagram. Uh, the circles are much closer together than your Venn diagram. Yeah, I think I have, we'll just leave it at that. I have, I have a very small middle. You have a large, you have a large middle. Um, yeah. uh, so that being said, I do think there needs to be a new category, an actual uh, uh, category for this, and I think it could <laughs> somewhat be called satire in a sense. Uh, maybe mm. not completely, but uh, in that sort ah, of subgenre, I see got, where you're going with got, this. And I want to see if anybody else can kind of see what the what all these movies have in mind. If I just rattle them off, you go with uh, one of my top favorites in this subgenre that I've created is uh, Galaxy Quest. Um, yeah, you, you've got you've got Princess Bride. Uh, you've got The Last Action Hero. Um, you've got uh, movies like. Um, Damn it! There's so many more. Uh, I would even say maybe Fifth like Element. Fifth Element. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that so what? much. Not so, that one's like a cusper for me. I think it's a very it is its own movie in the science fiction realm for me. What? Actually, that could be a sci-fi fantasy if you really want to get into it. But um, I mean, I love the Fifth Element because it's literally every genre. It kind of <laughs> it is. is every genre. Like, but what you I'm can saying is, there's these movies that are a um, a sort of typical viewing of it, it almost seems like they're making fun of that genre of movie, but within themselves are phenomenal movies and well-told mm. stories. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. So, well that in that sense, fifth element does not. Yeah. No, okay. that one, it, it is its own story. It's not making fun of sci-fi so much as like galaxy quest is it, it, it's so funny and it really takes so many jabs at like star trek and and star wars and like all these sci-fi movies and shows that of like the you know late 60s and 70s and but makes a really good heartfelt story within the whole thing it it doesn't take itself too seriously and it allows it to be something more than just a satire of a genre and and the same kind of concept is i think it's more prominent in um, movies like Last Action Hero, where it it literally in the script 
the character comes out of the movie and makes fun of himself in real life. Like it, it couldn't be more of a satire of that genre, but still you, a fun just, movie. Yeah. Can you just picture for a moment, the person who had to pitch those movies, I mean, all, all the I, golden statues for each of them. Just imagine pitching the movie galaxy quest. Like, Okay, so it's it's these guys, and they're actually going to be within a movie. But then people, everyone, they land at the end. Everyone's going to think it's real, but it's not actually real. But it is I, real. Picture, <laughs> picture the looks on the executive. Oh, and it stars Tim like, Allen. What? <laughs> I, I just picture the looks on the executive's faces. Like, um, I just I, I'm going to pass. Like, the, there was some guy in that panel. Was like, you know, I think this could work. And they're like, all right, Alan, we'll give this one more shot for you, but I don't think this is going to pan out very well. And here we are. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's a, a very hard are, sell for those movies. A lot of them are a lot of like cult classics and, and fantastic in that sense. Um, and I think kind of Ghostbusters, the original uh, and the new one, I love the new one, uh, fits into that kind of genre where it's like kind of poking at horror movies, but makes okay. it a fun comedy kind of sense. Um, uh, I have another addition to this list. Please. And that addition is Cabin in the Woods. Yes, Cabin in the Woods. Completely. Highly underrated movie. Oh. I think that movie is just, I, I, it's hard for me to objectively say because I went into that movie knowing the title of the movie and nothing else. And I almost don't even want to say anything else about it other than if you haven't seen Cabin in oh, the Woods, go see it. <laughs> please go watch it and just enjoy. <laughs> you've got you've got half the cast of, of Dollhouse uh, that Joss Whedon has worked with in the past. Uh, you've got Thor in the movie. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's got everything it, it is I, and, and i'm not going to spoil this is going to be the one thing i'm not going to spoil it, it 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 is fantastic to watch this movie and see it happen and unfold in your eyes and uh, uh yes no i agree that is a good one and i'm trying to think there was more i had so many more that kind of fall into this subgenre. almost almost like spinal tap in a sense um but that's more I of like an a addition as well but i don't think you've seen it because nobody has seen it and i recommend it to you as well sir timbo slice mm. it's called the final girls and it what? is uh it is uh, all i can say about it is i don't want to spoil it for you because i want you to see it as well but all i can say is it uh in terms of i will just compare it to like so let's say so the kid in last action hero he went and saw an action movie mm. What if it was a girl going to see a horror movie where her deceased mom is in the movie? All right, I'll, I'll check That's it all out. I'll say, I'll check it out. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge horror fan. Uh, well, maybe I'm, that'll skew it a little bit, but it's not really. I mean, it's a parody on it, so it's not necessarily parody. a horror movie. Parody but, is the word I was looking for. Thank you. Parody. Yeah, but it is. Uh, a since I mean, imagine if in Last Action Hero, the kid seeing the movie, one of the actors was a relative of his that died. It would be a very emotional experience for him. Right, check it out. Yeah. And that there's a little bit of that in this. This is all I'm saying. I, see how it I think it's a. It's not. I wouldn't say it's as good as some of these, but it falls in that category. And I just. I'm. It just really. These these movies you're talking about are very hard sell not only because to the executives but to audiences as well like how do you market those movies you don't want to give away whatever it is you're about to see but at the same time you need to lure people in 
to want to see the movie. So it's a very well, I mean, thin line they have to walk. Some of them are a little more easy of a sell. I think Last Action Hero was a bit easier of a sell because it's like, just show me well, the action of Arnold and I'll be like, all right, I'll watch the damn right. movie. It's Arnold. Well, that would be like if they got, you know, Jean-Luc Picard or Captain Kirk to be in Galaxy Quest. That's true. That, so that yeah. would be an easier, much easier yeah. sell. Did you see um, the Honest trailers for uh, Galaxy Quest? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Amazing. It, It's fantastic. It's like the only Amazing. one. He's like, wait, this is a start... Wait, this is a good movie. Like the whole time, he's like, he's like even JJ Abrams is like one of my favorite Star Trek movies is Galaxy Quest, even yeah. though it's not. Except it is. It is. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, no, I, I I love all those, and there's so many more, and I had them, and I can't remember them, and I love them. Um, but it, it's just such a nice, it's such a fine line to walk to be able to make fun of yourself, but sort of do it in a way where you're still telling a cool story. Like, yeah, I, I think the closest thing that Marvel may have done would be like a Deadpool. Um, that's totally. like the newer that's of all the movies. Uh, it, it only because it kind of breaks the fourth wall and, and all that, which, you know, is, is tough to do and, and just kudos to them. I guess it's not Marvel. It's Sony, isn't it? Um, or Fox. It, yeah, I guess so. Fox. Yeah, if you want to get technical. One of them. Fuck if I remember. Um, Whatever. Sony owns everything, or Mar- Disney Marvel. owns everything. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Um, I do want to talk uh, about some some upcomers um, and get your opinion on that uh, as well. Um, you okay? You know, I'm going to go into this one. Venom two. All right, before we get there, what? I, I, <laughs> I I don't know. I have a, I'm, movies like this are why trailers don't aren't always the best reason to get people to watch movies i mean if there were no trailers for some of these movies and i knew nothing about them the experience seeing them would just be amazing so So much better i have a friend out here so i want to uh, and now that i'm an hour into the podcast dan's from chicago i've known him then where i grew up and lived i currently live in austin texas which i'll preface everything again uh i have a friend out here who doesn't watch trailers at all, period. If the trailer comes I on, it closes the hell out of that. I I do. I definitely do. Um, I can't live my life that way. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah. I can't. Um, I, I respect it because there have been a few movies where I have not seen the trailer, or I've seen only a teaser, like the ten to twenty second teaser, and gone into the movie and been blown out of my mind. Like this is just fantastic because I didn't have any preconceived notion of what it's going to be. Um, and, and so I agree with you. I think movies like that if if i were just say watch this and no one's heard of it never seen a trailer or anything i think they'd enjoy it more than if you try and go watch like a trailer for uh you know probably uh princess bride would be a weird one to see a trailer for um but yes you listed yeah (laughs) true okay uh venom 2 you you saw the first one right did we see that together uh i was in i was in texas already um and is it is what it is you know it's not going to be the best superhero movie ever made uh, that's uh, given it was um at best haphazardly put together uh, i enjoyed the shit out of it um i just love that character and i was just happy to see it on the screen with a better interpretation in my opinion than, <laughs> than the old uh the spider-man movies i think this, this one was, better mean good tim it's better um okay <laughs> i think i think it laid a good groundwork i love tom hardy um i think we're gonna yeah, not get, like tom hardy what 
cannot like Tom Hardy. I mean, he's just so he's, committed. He's and phenomenal. It's, yeah. um, I'm excited that they're bringing everybody back. Um, Michelle Williams is coming back. I thought she was fine. I think she can be given more time on screen and would enjoy okay. her more. Um, yeah. I, I'm excited to see Carnage. You know, and I th- sure. there's there's a big rumor that they're gonna actually tie in Tom Holland's Spider Man. Maybe not on the screen, but they're gonna tie it into the universe, which gives you the opportunity to give everybody's biggest complaint, Venom his damn chest symbol back. Because <laughs> let's be honest, that's what makes him him. That's why he's an interesting character, is because he was originally bonded with Spider Man. That's what makes it very fascinating. Um so I, I want to see Woody. I think I've seen some set photos and I hear that the trailer um, trailer leaked in a sense that like someone described the trailer was the leak. Um, okay. So I think we're going to get a trailer in the next couple weeks here. Uh, what do you, what are your thoughts on this? My first thought is uh, they barely got away with it in the first one <laughs> and they cannot get away with it in the second one. If they don't get that R rating oh true i'm sorry you need i mean if if you needed in my opinion you needed the r rating for venom you're biting heads off without any blood come on man give me you need you need some blood make it a horror movie yeah well not even it's venom like you need some violence in there and now if you're gonna try to sell me a movie with carnage literally (laughs) his name is carnage without an r rating i I was barely sold in that first one, man. I'm sorry. I don't know if I'll even watch the second one. I mean, uh, the, the first one made almost a billion dollars or some shit. Not really. You not know, the, people were excited thing, to but... see a not uh, Topher Grace Venom. And I get that. You know, that left a bad taste in just about everyone's mouth. Yeah. But this is good. Um, it's just, I mean, the chess symbol thing, it bothers me. I would like it. But it's not necessary. I, I, it, the the R rating is, in my opinion. I, I agree. I, I would I would prefer it to be an R rated movie, and I think it would be it would do it justice in this case. I mean, um, the success of Deadpool and 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 Logan now. Uh, I, why not? Marvel's gonna uh, now that they've got uh, Deadpool, they're gonna keep it R. So if Disney is willing to make an R rated movie, Sony drop, jump on, jump on the wagon here. <laughs> now that leads me to my second one. Have you? seen or heard anything about morbius i have seen some stuff uh i can't say i'm super enthused uh all you need to do for me for that movie was to slap the marvel studios logo on it and i would be a little more enthused but i'm not (laughs) i think think this one has a better chance of having spider-man in it I am looking forward to Jared Leto getting a comic book character down. I, I feel I don't know what happened with Joker. I think there's a lot of things going wrong there. I think it was uh, some of the choices he made, uh, choices the directors made, the writers made, um, just didn't didn't work. Uh, it's a really. I think you and I have talked about this before. It, giving him putting Joker in a movie without it being Joker. A very challenging thing to do, yeah. um, and they gave it a go, and it didn't work out. No, um, so I am—I mean, you know, Academy Award-winning actor Jared Leto. Certainly, I think. Uh, hopefully, he's. This is something that'll fit his bill better and work out for him. So I am rooting for him, and I do hope it's good. It's—I uh, I know almost nothing. Uh, there's something I should say. I don't read any of the comic books. Tim reads 
many. Uh, I'm just <laughs> I'm just not a comic book guy. Uh, I get a lot of flack for that, and I'm I'm at peace with it. Uh, I, but I like you get all flack things. From me, you don't get flack from everybody else. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I get flack from a few people. Uh, Tim Tim being one of them. Yeah. But uh, so I know nothing about it, and uh, that's okay. Uh, but it is, you know, well, uh, not so, I, you know, you know enough about the character. You've seen the old. I, I know. Spider-Man I do TV my internet research. Like That's that. yeah. I've like, seen all the animated shows, and they did and enough. They did enough justice in the animated right. show that I think you, most people know or that saw it would be right. able to understand it. Now, I've seen some of. Have you seen like the screenshot of him as Morbius or him flying around? <laughs> yes. Like, yes. That, um, it I, looks good. It, it's yeah, it's uh man, uh vampires are a hard sell <laughs> right now. Uh <laughs> you, you got no idea. So um I think I think it's gonna be I mean, I'm open to seeing it, but you just learn that I mean, they do everything they can in that trailer to say that he's not a vampire, except he sucks blood, can turn into a bat. And he oh, wait, no, he, he doesn't into, suck he doesn't, blood. He's a living vampire. No, he sucks plasma. It'll, See, it'll suck like it's, the, like, okay. it's like bone marrow or some shit. You know, you've got whatever inside of you. Look, I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> I, it's like okay, so it's not blood. It's plasma. It's like okay, so he's not a vampire except everything about him is vampire. Yeah, he's a vampire. No, he's uh, a fucking okay. vampire. It's just a that's hard actually, sell. That's probably just from the TV show, to be honest. Uh, and in the TV show, he didn't bite people. He did it out of his hands. And I was like, this is weird. Um, oh. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he had like suckers on his hands. So I was like, "That's weird." I don't. Okay. Think, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I haven't read anything that has Morbius in it in like twenty plus years. So you know, I have no idea. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of over Jared Leto. Um, I, I've there was a, uh, you know, he's a great actor and he's done a lot of really good stuff. I can't take any of that away from him. Uh, you know. Um, him as a, a person, uh, a lot of the stuff that I've read about him, uh, off the books or off, uh, not working, uh, not in his band, not in this, he's, he's a weird, weird, uh, not in my opinion, not great human being. Uh, so I'm kind of over oh, seeing him. Interesting. There was a, there was a, some stuff he did as like a tweet, uh, series. And then this is a bunch of other people were tweeting about this as well that went to this. He basically, and it was called this, he started a cult and he legitimately called it a cult and, uh, and like outright. And I was like, this is weird. Like super weird. Well, weird because cults don't call themselves cults. Right. But so he was literally maybe... dressed up and looking like Jesus. Like I know he already does half the time, but like he had like the white robes and came out and like would like you know thirty seconds of Mars would would come out and perform and like he would have all these people staying on his private island and stuff like that and like it was everything from there from except for drinking some Kool Aid like it was very strange and, and you can look it up and it should be out there fact check me if you will but you know as as a person he seemed very weird and, and especially like some of his antics that he did as the joker like i was not i thought that wasn't cool like i get you're a method actor but like why you got to be mm. sending people like dead rats to their to their you know like uh um trailers and shit like that yeah like there's no need for that like that's it it's a little much he's a little extreme now now that yeah. being said He's in. He's had some of my favorite performances I've seen on screen. You know, you know, out there. Uh, Requiem for a Dream, uh, which yeah. I've seen multiple times. He was uh, unbelievable. Oh God, my on. condolences. 
that is one of the few people that can watch that. Like once was enough for me. Thank you very much. Once is too much for most people. Um, but like, you know, and then he did, um, uh, um, club. I I don't know where where you're going with this. No. Um, the one where he, Oh, well, but Dallas Buyers club, Dallas Buyers club. I mean, he was phenomenal in that movie, you know, It 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 was great. There was something else he did that I really liked. Oh, I mean, it, it wasn't like huge, but like he portrayed um, the guy who shot John Lennon in a movie that came out when we were working a blockbuster, uh, and mm. he went he went full method on there. He gained like fifty, sixty pounds, and like you know it was supposed to be a really good performance. Um, but I was real excited for the Joker, and even from what I saw of it. And I'm the biggest defender of Jokers and like that kind of character and stuff. Like I was just happy to see it. I was excited yeah. for it. But like even if they had done what I hear they said they were gonna do, I I don't think I would have enjoyed that Joker. I just don't think I would have enjoyed his per- portrayal and performance, what he brought to the character. I just don't think that was the right actor and the right role for him. Um, that being said, I've seen some more of the, you know, not trailer cause there isn't one, but I've seen, I've been following the Morbius stuff as close as I can that's out there. And, and it looks like he's going to do a better job. I'm just kind of over like this hype. Everyone's like, Oh, Jared Leto, it's immediately going to be great. And I'm like, uh, that's, how, <laughs> no. that's how you fuck yourself over is by <laughs> being like all in on something and, and it's going to be, and then you're like, well, nah, yep. Nope. Don't want to do that again. So yes. uh, I this, don't is know. His, this is his redemption song. And, and if he doesn't hit it, I'm, I'm done with Jared Leto. Oh yeah. Wow. That's uh that's a lot to him. It is. That's, oh. you know, that's how I really feel. We'll see. And that's we'll, what Grindy we'll is. No, um. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Everybody drink. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. He's a family guy quote. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, okay, we could literally go on for another two hours and talk about stuff, as we generally do. But sure. uh, I've got to wrap this up. Um, yeah. uh, do you want the people to find you? Do you? What's your handles that you want to give out? I know you're not like an artist or creator in that sense, but <laughs> if you want some follows, give them a shout out. Where, um, where uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, follow me at Smash City on Instagram. Um, I post once every six months. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I do have some quality stuff on there. Um, I am quality. a quality over quantity kind of poster, okay, okay. Uh, and you will see that as such. Uh, so I'll, you can see my post once every six months. Uh, I would like to plug, if you don't mind, Tim, uh, uh, something else. Uh, if uh, I so I am in uh, marijuana recovery. Uh, I my last day of smoking marijuana was December seventeenth of last year. And I was told by every time I kind of talk to people about it, a lot of people don't really think it's an addiction. Um, and that's it's fair comparatively to other things. It's not. Um, but to me, it was. It was a little more challenging because with a lot of other drugs and alcohol, there is a rock bottom. There is something that happens that makes you go enough. Um, for me, there wasn't any, which uh, in some sense isn't as bad, but in others, it's you can just kind of keep thinking. And uh, that made it harder for me to finally come around and admit that I had a problem. So if you do think you have a problem, there are many, many, many phone meetings now, more than ever, uh, that you can join at marijuanaanonymous.org uh, or .com. Uh, and there are 
you know, people are in your area probably suffering the same thing with a lot of air, a lot of states now legalizing it. I can only see it uh, becoming more popular. Uh, if you think just because someone says you don't have a problem doesn't mean you don't. That's my little bit. Right on. Well, power to you, man. Appreciate it. Um, and, uh, you know, I will all hit you up again and we'll, we'll do this another time. And, uh, thank you yeah. for coming on. Yeah, dude, wait, there's uh, one thing we have to do before we go. Oh. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, I, I mean, McKellen, I want you to ask me what my favorite sex position is. Okay. Um, what's your, what's your favorite sex position? You shall not ask. Okay. That's it. That's it. I'm cutting that one out. You're welcome, You're done. everybody. It's getting cut in editing. <laughs> no, come on. The right. people need to hear my mediocre Ian McKellen impersonation. Uh, sure, I'll give you mediocre. That's generous. <laughs> Fool of a took. Okay, that's it. I'm done. That's it. Do you remember the Morgans? Um <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for coming right, on. Buddy. Have a good, good one. Good times. Bye. <laughs> you too, buddy.